Episode 293. Thank you all for listening to Episode 292, New Jack Perry. I am Sober Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Uh, Hotel Bear. Light hanging Bryant. Uh, we, we got some big things coming up. We just got episode 300 kind of planned. The giveaways, we're going to be giving away some shirts, some awesome shirts. We're not going to spoil the theme yet. And then we're also going to be, it sounds like giving away a couple books, right? From Connell Barrett. Yeah, we'll be definitely giving away a couple books, two of them to be exact from, uh, Connell Barrett. So dating sucks, but you don't. So that's going to be awesome. And if you're not there, you can still win them on Twitter and we'll find a way. We might have to ask a trivia question or something and get that out there and see if anyone even reads our Twitter that we don't use or answer it. <laughs> yeah, it might be that or Facebook or something, but it'll be good. I think we're, we're, we're planning to have guests, of course, and we're looking forward to that, seeing people we haven't seen in a while and the grownups are going to join us. I got, we got some fun games playing. We're going to cover some sports, cover some wrestling. Uh, we're going to play a game that the grownups just did on their 94th episode. It, it was a fun game. It sounded cool. We're going to do that. And then I've got a special surprise that I'm coming up with for all you guys. I'm going to do a giveaway for the, the boys there. So you guys uh, and you, the, the other three of us, not me. So Bear, Cody Bryant, and Parrot, and then the grownups. We're going to do a music trivia, but I'm going to have it specific i'm not going to give away any pointers right now or any hints but it's going to be like statistic wise base and and some other things so it'll be pretty interesting to see how that goes looking forward to it episode 300 july 3rd will drop july 4th independence day pod beats patty boggs three revenge of the shiv hashtag murica hashtag murica (laughs) hashtag bush latte and we'll be having some fun all right, so we got to thank Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Our Clothing, the first sponsor of Overline Sports Podcast. He, again, is hooking us up with some shirts for the show. Gave us a big deal on them. Looking forward to that for the giveaway. Again, you guys will see it at episode 300. Thank you to Grandos Quality Landscape and give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Las Vegas, Nevada. Good choice. I don't think he would serve that. He might just spray paint the desert. Thank you to Sparty Steve, who is the basically biggest supporter and contributor financially to our show, is paying for the venue, is paying for the food. Again, Sparty Steve, the man. He's got his dad who's helping us with the golf outing, Wacky Wayne and Sparty Steve. They're going to help us out. They're the title sponsors to the, uh, the golf outing for the Anthony Wayne Youth Foundation that Overline Sports Podcast is also sponsoring a whole. So get out there, and Overline Sports Podcast is also sponsoring the trophies, which are four bottles of Crown, and probably some swag, a few uh, stickers or koozies we have left over. And then uh, I think Riverbee's given us four rounds of golf. So it's going to be a good thing for the winners. Looking forward to that. Come check us out. If you play golf, get a foursome together. August 28th, register online. We will have some more of that for you. We'll put it out on the site once we get it, once we get the flyer up so that you can register. I think it's going to be $100 a golfer. That's going to include your 18 holes at Riverbee, which is a good course. It's going to include a ball for a drop that we're going to be doing a drone drop that will drop a ball on the putting green. And if your ball is close to the pin, you're going to win 500 bucks. So that's included with that. You're also going to get a three tickets. You can use it for beer, candy, water, pop, doesn't matter, a hot dog. And then you're going to get it. 
you're going to, or beer, you're going to get a, and then you're going to get a wristband to the food truck. So we don't know which food truck we're going to get yet. We might get a couple and that's going to be awesome. And you're going to get all that included in your golf outing. So we definitely want to see some teams out there. We haven't decided how we're going to do our teams with Overline sports podcast. We might all go together, but I know uh, fake Francesca is coming up and I know he wants to play with us. So we got to have him on one of our teams. So we're probably going to be splitting up some teams. Cause I know, uh, one of the guys from the grownups is going to join us too. And I'm sure we're going to get Cody out there, Cody, cousin Cody. I'm sure he might play maybe nasty Nate. We might get him out there. So it'll be a, be a good time. Oh yeah. We'll get some people out there. Hell yeah. And then uh, of course, last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Make sure you reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. And if you haven't already go to Amazon, get his book. Dating sucks, but you don't. It's easy, easy, easy. It's like 25 bucks. Great read. You definitely need it, whether you're single or even if you've been married or in a relationship. It's still a great read uh, to understand the the new, uh, you know, the new dating struggles of people. It's not just a how to, um, you know, be a single person and find someone book. It also has a lot of good, um, you know, references in there also to how to how to keep people and how to keep relationships nice and uh, new. So dating sucks, but you don't. Make sure you uh, go get that book on Amazon. In the meantime, go to datingtransformation.com and reach out to Connell Barrett and get that free consultation. There we go. All right. So we've got a lot to cover. And uh, one of the first thing, controversy at the PGA, not really controversial, but just kind of a shitty situation. Barry, you want to go into that? Yeah, I mean... It is what it is, right? Uh, John Rahm, uh, after the third round, leading by six, um, ended up uh, testing positive for COVID. So, I mean, literally would have won and unfortunately um, had to had to withdraw, which is, I mean, I've never seen that before. I've seen withdrawals of guys in the top five, top ten who, um, you know, who've gotten injured, um, but I've never seen someone leading have to withdraw after three rounds of a tournament. So, uh, yeah, kind of shitty, um, you know, he, he sucks. They could have done something, whether that be, you know, have him play by himself or play away or wear a mask, whatever the case may be. But um, it is what it is. So, yeah, sucks for John Rahm. He was a good sport about it. Um, and hopefully he's good. To, hopefully he's good to play the U.S. Open here in two weeks and maybe get some revenge um, and, and win his first major ever. After and, that incident that he had. So, um, yeah, Patrick Cantlay and Colin Morikawa were both tied in second at the time, both of which were six shots behind. Um, <laughs> so they got to be the leaders um, <laughs> coming into Sunday now after they would have probably finished second, third, somewhere in there. Um, so Patrick Cantlay ended up beating Morikawa on the first playoff hole. So that uh, is two straight second place finishes for Cody Bryant there. Rather impressive. Um, Spieth choked on 18 and <laughs> Morikawa lost in the playoffs. So should have had two winners, but had two seconds. So he's bringing himself back in golf, um, bringing himself back in golf. And I know I, I know I muted Cody Bryant and uh, he can unmute himself when he wants to talk. But uh, John Rahm also the big thing there, $1.7 million is what that cost him. Yeah. Um, I mean, he already, he's already a millionaire. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Um, you know, whether it's a dollar 70, 17 bucks, 170 bucks, 1.7 million, I don't care how much money you have, you still want more money. Um, so yeah, that, that sucks big time. So I guess the real thing is here, what do we want to do? Because someone picked John Rahm. Yeah. Some idiot. 
I was sober when I picked him. Um, all the uh, all the sports books paid out him as a winner, which I thought was dumb. I wouldn't have. It comes with it, right? We've done, done this before where someone's withdrawn and we've given them, but it's usually in the middle of round one. Um, I remember specifically doing that. Um, you know, we've given it to where if they withdraw before the tournament, um, if someone gets their pick in, we'll let them pick a golfer who hasn't teed off yet. But if someone withdraws, you know, in the middle, we give them a cut pretty much. But here, it's a different scenario. I mean, Rom was Rom was well on his way to well on his way to most likely winning the tournament. Worst case scenario, it would have been second or third. So I guess out of fairness, I will give you a second um, if Cody's okay with it. Just because Cody got a second there, um, it, it keeps you tied with him. I think that's fair. Um, but I, again, it's nope. something that's never happened before. So, oh, he's, nope. no, so you, you now get a six. Come on. What the fuck? Dude. Nice. <laughs> they wouldn't have paid out if he had got injured. Yeah, but they did pay it out. Well, that's he good. He was six shots ahead. So? Their goddamn ball. If he had threw his back out, they wouldn't have uh, uh, paid out and he'd have had to withdraw. Yes. And he just would have been Wait. six shots up with a bad back. He could have got vaccinated like everybody else. They don't his body, it. his choice. <laughs> his body, his choice. <laughs> Islanders just scored two to go up two to one. I'm watching nice. that game. Um, <clears throat> well. Well, what's fair, Cody? Hey. A 30? <laughs> You're lucky I'm a semi-nice guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this just for fun. We're gonna do everyone's scores, and we're gonna divide it by four. Nah, you can give him a second. Well, I give appreciate me. that. <laughs> Dude, I have his folks to get vaccinated. You and I had this problem. Well, yeah. I, I will remember this when it happens again. That I will be very, very nice. I'm and just saying. Be, so, if he wasn't in the lead or anywhere near it. If it would be different, even if he was tied for the lead, shots ahead going into the final day. Yeah, like got a fucking hole in one, was eight under on the day. (laughs) Just shit's wild. Be no different if he tore out, blew his knee out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for the second. He still, he still probably could have ended up winning it, but yeah. So I just for shits and gigs, I added up everyone's score and divided it by four. So worst case, you would have got a one. That would have thirty point seven five was all our scores divided by four. That would have been your worst case scenario. So still not bad. Well, shouldn't it be divided by five? There's five of us, right? Well, only yeah, four I of us got points. Mean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, Parrot shouldn't even. This guy nope. didn't even pick. Hey, nice sixty nine. Not, nice. not my problem. He hasn't picked in three straight weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ours, mine either. Uh, well, what do we got this week? I appreciate. I appreciate the help. Um, so this week. Um, Palmetto Championship at Congaree Golf, new tournament, never been played. Um, so go ahead and just flip a coin. You do have a couple big guys. You got DJ and uh, Brooks playing this week. DJ hasn't done shit pretty much since February, and um, you know I could see I could see Brooks you know running away with this tournament coming up to uh, the U.S. Open next week. But also it's the same thing. If one of these guys start to have a bad round, they'll they'll they will withdraw in the first round. I've seen it before, especially the top guys. You know, if DJ comes out and shoots like 75 or he's not playing well round one, there's a good chance he'll just end up withdrawing and getting out of the tournament. So personally for me, again, I 
I, I know nothing. Um, I know nothing about this course. This like you said, it's brand new to the tour. Um, really, the only thing I know about it is it's a Tom Fazio golf course. Um, they said there's a lot of natural waste areas, but it's a long course and it's got some big greens that are pretty fast. Um, a couple of guys who have played here have said it's a pretty fun course, but it would be a fair test for anybody, whether it's a pro or whether you're a high handicapper. Not a great field this week. Like I said, I mean, you got Brooks, you got DJ. Um, and then I think the next best person in there is Terrell Hatton, who I think is actually the favorite this week. Cause a lot of people are thinking that Brooks and DJ are just kind of doing it to warm up for the U S open might not even make it. Um, and, and I see that too. Dub took in and you're taking this week. Um, as I see it just pop up now on the screen. Um, I I'm going to go a different route this week. I'm going to go with Lucas Glover. He's one of those guys that has played this tournament or not this tournament. Sorry. has played this course prior to this. And he's one of the ones who does enjoy it. So maybe he can do something this week. Cody Bryant. I don't even know if Cody Bryant knows who he'll take. Who hangs lights at the course? All right. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ian Poulter. Oh, Poulter. He's almost one. He's almost going to be a decent one to go with. He's just a top 20 at major guy right there. But, yeah, next week at Torrey, um, it's going to be awesome. I mean, they just played there. Who won back in February? Um, we didn't have anybody win. Hold on a second. Let me look this up. They play two courses, though, at the Farmers Insurance Open. Um, this one will only be playing the South Course, everybody. So this will be definitely um, a much harder test. It is it is the U.S. Open. They're going to grow the rough out. They're going to make everything longer. It's all going to be totally different. Should be pretty fun um, next week at the U.S. Open. And just for that, I, that's why I'm giving a little background on it, because I will not be here next weekend. Um, you guys will be on your own. I'll be in Vegas. So um, I'll get my picks in and everything like that later this week. But just a little bit of it should be good. Um, and Patrick Reed ended up winning um, the Farmers Insurance Open here earlier this year. Finau second, Hovland second, Norlander second, Shoffley second. A lot of guys up there. And John Rahm, um, he was tied seventh, eight under. He was the only one behind second place. There's just five guys tied for second. So you had Rahm up there. You had Zalatoris up there. So guys to look at for next week. For sure, uh, you know, definitely Patrick Reed. Obviously, he already won on this course. But, uh, you know, your Finau, Hovland, even though I already picked them, Shoffley, that's right. Um, so, just a little just a little U.S. Open preview. Well, I guess did I'll you, just take Patrick Reed now. Did, did Cody just shit himself or did he fall off the ladder? I thought he did. He fell off the ladder, he shit himself, one of the two. <laughs> or he shit himself no, while too. falling off the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um NASCAR, I know there's no race this week. I've already, you know, I already got plans for the next three weeks on what we're going to do, but we got the all-star race this week. This, uh, it's at Texas now, right? Something different. Yeah, it's at Texas. So just to, just to cover Sonoma, uh, Kyle Larson, wire to wire, started on the pole, ended up winning the race and overtime against Chase. So as you said, uh, Hendrick has been one, two, three times this year. Is that what you said? Is that correct? No, four races in a row. Oh, four, four races in a row. Okay. Yeah. So Hendrick. That's what I was going to tell you. So Larson, the last five races going backwards, win, win, second, second, second. Last five races for Larson alone. Yeah. 
Absolutely insane. He's on fire right now. He's coming into his own with these Hendricks cars. And he's had a couple seconds before that, too. And some of those he should have won. He's dominated races and just kind of choked at the end. Yeah, yeah another another win for another win for Kyle Larson. Um, and we had Dub take McDowell with a 28. Um, Kurt Busch, just as I said, I played it in perfection, finished dead last at Charlotte, comes back and gets me a top six there in Sonoma. Happy for that. Uh, Kyle Bush got a five. Alex, take a bowman, got a nine. And uh, Ricky, no picky step house for Parrot since he <laughs> once again didn't pick. Oh, I was going to, because I was, you know, in the bag last week when you said apparently he made a pick of Kurt Bush. And I was like, no, he took Kurt Bush, Bush. who finished last last week. So no picky Kurt Bush. Yeah, sorry about that for week. the old parrot. So, yeah, the all-star race at Texas this week. Um, format is as is. They're starting lineup by a random draw. Crazy enough, who's on the pole? Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. Random uh, he, draw. He'll, he'll win again. Um, yes, that even though we're not making a pick, he's my pick this week for sure. Same. Yeah, a, I know he doesn't It's count. another mile-and-a-half track, and he is – the best it's, in the world on mile and a half. It's fucking insane. And yeah. and just to go back the past five four races because we talked about Hendrick, uh, Larson Elliott in the at Sonoma, Larson Elliott at Charlotte Coke six hundred, and then at Coda we had Elliott Larson. So the last three races have been Larson and Elliott in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And then the um, race before that was Bowman Larson, but also then Elliott Byron. Yeah, so. Elliot Byron, that was the top four one. Yeah, so just absolutely dominating by Hendrick right now so far this year, and I think they're probably going to do the same here at Texas. But at the end of the day, no matter what, there's a million dollars on the line. Nobody is teammates this week. So oh, it hell no. matter. They're going to start wrecking each other. It should be good. But um, the format this week is a little funky. So round one, 15 laps after this round, the field will be inverted, starting anywhere from the eighth through 12th position to be selected by random draw. Round two, 15 laps with the entire field inverted again after this segment. Round three, 15 laps again with the field. Then the field will be inverted starting anywhere from 8th to 12th, just like in the first round. Round four is just straight 15 laps. Round five is 30 laps. This lineup is the round to be determined for the cumulative finish by the first four rounds with the best cumulative starter finishing starting from the pole. Any ties in the aggregate score will be broken in order. Most career all-star wins, most career cup series points, race wins, or 2021 driver standings. So pretty much Kyle Larson. Um, all <laughs> enter pit road for a mandatory four-tire pit stop during this round. The crew at the fastest stop will get $100,000. And then round six, 10 laps. Cars will line up according to their finishing position, and this will be a sprint to the million dollars. So it's, it should be pretty fun. I'm surprised it's not Saturday night. Um, it, it is Sunday night, which, again, is a little surprising to me. I figured they would do this on a Saturday night, but it is what it is. Should be pretty fun, but, again, no count for the race this week. Um, I think we're going to get something to count in DraftKings. There's been nothing to tell me that it's not going to. So I'm sure our we'll, we'll run this week in DraftKings as well. Yeah, that's been oh, fun. You did you were winning this past week, right? You end up finishing second. Yeah, I think I finished second. You're by dominating the money. Bit. You were just, just destroying the money. Uh, yeah, I'm having. I mean, I had a little. I had a bad start to the year. I had a hot run, and then I had like four races in a row where I did shit, and I'm starting to come back a little bit now. So, and I was straight garbage. I was in last place, like what 
fucking 12 races in and since then I'm, I'm up to third and catching you guys pretty uh pretty well and i mean nate had a bad week this week which helped both of us because you're within yeah, that like was 50 nice. of him now yeah that was really nice so uh, yeah 34 13.7 for nate and 32 Ooh. 52 point i'm sorry 33 63.25 for me 32 52.8 for you those are your top three so we're all tight and there's a uh, 3151 back there, a 3044 back there, uh 29. I mean, yeah, uh, there's a lot of there's a, two other 32s up there, so and we're I think all I, tight. I was behind by like 450 or 500 at one point. It was insane. I was it was so bad. I finished last 3 weeks in a row. Like, and that's the thing about it, you know, I think you think you got a great lineup and all it takes is something bad and you're just fucked. And Yep. Yep. And all, but all we need are the guys up top to struggle a little bit. And yeah, Nate had a bad week. So it was a good time for that. It was a good time for everyone to pick up when uh, first place has a bad week. So yeah, it's, it's pretty good, but yeah, we're going to be racing again this week. So pretty excited for that. Hell yeah. Uh, what do you think of the rule change that they're trying to propose for NASCAR? They want to slow the vehicles at the super speedways by seven to 10 miles an hour. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm sure they do for safety. I mean, it's a good thing for safety reasons, but at the end of the day, whether you're going 200 or you're going 193, a wreck is going to be brutal. So it, it really doesn't matter, in my opinion. I don't like it. I think they need to keep those speeds. That's the whole point of it. Why don't we just Why don't we just cut it to 65 miles an hour and put them on the highway? Right. Yeah. No shit. The um, uh, and then this is the last. Is this 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 All Star race is the last race for Fox, right? Uh, yes. Either yep. the, yes. Nashville is in two weeks, and that is on NBC Sports Networks. So, something to think about here. Gordon, his three-year contract ends, and I know there's always been talk of him going to HMS. You think he goes there now to start working on the business to eventually mm -hmm. take over? No way. No, no way. I think he resigns with Fox. They're going to offer him way too much money for him to go to Hendrick. I just that's my personal opinion. Yeah, no, I, 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 agree. I don't, I can't imagine that. Uh, I can't imagine that he's going to go to, he's going to go to Hendrick now. I'm sure he will eventually, but I don't think he will right now. Right. Um, something, something I did want to talk about is uh, in Xfinity series. I know in the past we talked about Ty Gibbs, which is Joe Gibbs mm -hmm. grandson. Mm -hmm. He is a stud. He has raced. He's in Xfinity. He's raced in seven races this year. He has six top fives. He's yep. finished first twice, second, third, fourth, and fifth. And his worst finish was the one outside the top 10, 18th. And he started 29th in that race, got up to 18th. Uh, but, dude, like, do you think, because this is obviously a part-time schedule he's just racing in right now. He's actually, I think, 19th in points, and he's doing a part-time schedule. He's raced half the races. And uh, do you think that he's going to go straight to cup? Um, I don't think so. I think he'll run at least one full year in Xfinity. Cause it's like, who do you, who do you take out? You got Truex, you got Hamlin, you got Kyle Bush and you got Christopher Bell. It's like, yeah, I mean, really, really you can't, I mean, unless then he goes to his own team, you know, with uh, Jordan, that would be right. That would be the only thing, you know, he would go and race on that team, which is possible. And that's probably, I would imagine that they're talking about that and the oh, succession yeah. planning of, of what they're doing there. But yeah, I would not be surprised at all if Denny said, okay, guys, I appreciate it. Love you, Gibbs. Thanks for everything you've done, but 
now I'm going to go I'm raise help you out so you can make bring my your, money. Yeah. Yep. And you can bring let's your bring, grandson up. Yeah. Let's bring Ty up. But yeah, it's kid's going to be a stud, man. It'll still be a couple years, but I'd like to see him get in a cup race is really what I want to see him do. I want to, I want to see what he can do there too, which hopefully by the end of the year, he gets in one of them. Yeah. He just had, you know, add a car and they could add a car for like, um, for Hamlin racing or 2311 racing. And I know there's talk of it next year, potentially doing it. And somebody that's been hot discussion is Kurt Busch. So we'll see. Um, it, it'll be interesting, but because Ty Gibbs, he's only 18 years old. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a child. Like it's he really got his license two years ago. Wild man. And he's, he's a hell of a driver. Yep, he's, he's uh, gonna he's gonna be a good one when he's coming up, and I like that they got a lot of good young drivers out there. It's really nice. Islanders just went up three to one. Good. Bye bye, Boston. So I like to see old Frankie's gonna be happy. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes he should be. Um, and right now, just because Gibbs Ty is uh, full time in the Arkham Menard series, and he is one point ahead. Well, I don't know. I'm getting kind of differentiating things here. It looks like he's either with Corey Heim. One of them's like one point ahead of the other. So uh, pretty, pretty interesting. Well, let's see. We can pull up the standings here. Arkham Menard series. Menard is a big sponsor in racing. Uh, looks like, oh, my God, dude. Ty Gibbs. This is fucking wild. How the hell is he behind in points? Um, so Ty Gibbs, <laughs> seven races. How many of those races do you think he's won? Six. Five. And Corey Heim has won the other two. So I think what I think what fucked him is yeah, he's one point behind. So I think he must have had a bad finish because the other guy's got seven top tens. Ty Gibbs only has six. So that's just fucking wild. Yeah. That's like I said, it's gonna be uh it's definitely gonna be something um when he comes up and as long as he keeps racing the way he does, but I'd like to see him at least get a whole Xfinity series under his belt. Yep. And then Corey Heim, man, he's going to be coming up. He's finished first, second, first, third, second, second, seventh. <laughs> nice. So that's just, that is absolutely insane. And then Ty Gibbs. So he had to have had a bad fin. He must've wrecked out or blew up or something. He's got a, yep. Four, <laughs> fourth, first, 27th, first, 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 first. <laughs> it's insane. Absolutely insane. That is wild, man. Like, I, oh, God. Like, one of the, two of the races, they were only 100 laps. He let them all. <laughs> 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 For both of them. It's just wild, man. And Corey Heim, I, I haven't really heard much of him. I know we hear of we hear a lot about um, – Ty because it's Joe's grandson, but Corey Heim, he's only, he's also only 18 and he's racing for Venturini Motorsports in the 20 uh, and in the trucks, he's racing for Kyle Busch. So uh, you're probably going to see him up in uh, Xfinity in the next couple of years. These guys might be battling from Arca up to Xfinity up to cup. Oh yeah. I mean, they're going to keep running. And that's a good thing. And they need to keep a rivalry too, because it makes it fun. Keeps people interested. That's right. Um, What do you think? uh, I don't know if you've seen this. I finally saw stuff for the camping world SRX series. Uh, Now that it's finally come out, that's basically what the IROC series was um, that that Tony Stewart started. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be at Eldora 
on June 26th. And you're going to see a lot of the old guys that, that race back in the day. You're going to have Tony Stewart. You're going to have Bobby Labonte. You're going to have Bill Elliott, Michael Waltrip, Tony Kanaan, your Indy 500 winner, uh, Elio Castroneves. A lot of guys are going to be there um, June 26th. So if you are interested in that, tickets are cheap, 30 35 bucks. You can get there, catch some of the old good timers, and uh, racing at Eldora in the SRX Series, Camping World Series. So, again, Eldora Speedway. That'll be a fun one. And Marco Andretti's in there too. Brandon's pick for the Indy 500 for the past seven years. <laughs> one of these years. One of these years. He's going to be like, I fucking told you he was going to win. So check that out. Uh, let's go into the NBA. So the big news, L Lakers out. I would love to hear, uh, I would love to hear Cody Bryant's take on the Phoenix Suns whooping that ass, even though he said that was going to happen. Um, if he's still not hanging lights. There he is. No, I'm out here. I'm not the type of guy to say I told you so. So I'm not going to tell everybody out there that I told you so. Because, I mean, only an asshole would tell you I told you so when they had a chance to say I told you so. So I'm not going to get on the podcast tonight and tell everybody, you know, I told you so. So, I mean, this is this is the roster that everybody wanted. You know, you, you give up, you let Montrez Harrell go in free agency, you let Rondo go, and now this is what you get stuck with. And, I mean, it, it cost them. Between that and Anthony Davis, you know, breaking down again, like, you might as well just call him Operation. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's injured. Like, something's always injured. So, you know. But I'm not going to tell everybody I told you so. We're happy you're staying humble in this experience. Right, right. You know, that's that's the way to be. You know, you can't tell everybody I told you so. You know, that's why y'all like me. Oh, well, that's, man. that's nice of you. Very nice yeah. of you. So with that being said, I, I did see uh, LeBron's going back to the six. Did they say why? I think he tried to last year to give Anthony Davis 23, I think. Well, Davis is going to stay with the three, even though LeBron's moving to the six. Yeah. There's basically no point. No, no. (sighs) All right. Just Just to be another Instagram post for him. That's all. Another Insta. So I, I know we're now into the semis and uh, the conference semis, and we've got the Suns and the Nugs. Uh, Suns are up, what, one game to zero? Yep. And yep. They play tonight. And they play tonight. And then last night I, I actually watched Utah and the Clippers. It was, it was a pretty good game. Utah ended up winning. I think Donovan Mitchell had 45 uh, last night. And – then we've got the Hawks and Hawks and Sixers, man. How did Hawks pull out game one? I know the Sixers came back and won by, I think, 16 in game two, but how'd the Hawks get game one? I didn't get to see that. I was surprised to see that was 1-1. Well, Philly, couldn't make, Philly couldn't make a shot. <laughs> well, that'll do it. And then the Nets are And just... I think Triple H was at that game, too. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> there you go. And uh-huh. then – and the Nets are just whooping the shit out of Milwaukee right now, right? Well, with yeah. without Arden, oh God. Yeah. Milwaukee is 
Milwaukee may be the most overrated team every single year ever. I'll never pick them again. They're actually better this year than what they were last year. But at the same time, dude, you're playing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in the playoffs. And, I mean, Kevin Durant. Both Durant and and Kyrie shook Giannis multiple times. Like, bad. Chris Middleton looks like an absolute nobody out there. It's embarrassing. Well, he kind of. He is a nobody. I would say he kind of really is. He puts up regular season stats, and that's about it. Yep. Right. All year long. Puts up regular season stats in the postseason, too. Playoffs yep. come around and nothing. Yep. Yeah, it's just how it goes. Um, and then I don't – and Jokic won the MVP. Yep. Jokic won MVP, which is good. He should have. I mean, they – I. I'll give this because I know Jeremy's going to love this. There's only one other person who should have won MVP this year, and it was Steph. And I'm dead serious about that. He he did carry that team, no doubt. But other than that, the, the, it was Jokic's to win all year. All year. So it's a good thing that he won it. I think they said first center to win it since Shaq in 2000, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Lowest draft pick ever, too, to win it. No shit. Yep. Yep. Huh. Problem is, they're going to get beat by the Suns. <laughs> yeah. Devin Booker is shooting lights out. Hey, you got – you finally – they finally gave him somebody so he doesn't have to facilitate and do everything with Chris Paul, and look what happened. That's yep. all he needed. Devin Booker could always play. Devin Booker could always play. Problem is, it was just him. He couldn't do it all. I mean, fuck, look at LeBron. He needed to go somewhere. He needed Kyrie to win. I'm not saying that Devin Booker's on LeBron level, but I'm saying Devin Booker's a hell of a talent. Just needed a little bit of help, and that help is coming in the form of Chris Paul. And I'd love to see Chris Paul win a ring. I think it'd be fantastic. That would be great. Um, And then um, switching over, well, also I just had a small comment. The Gary Payton's back to coach at basketball. Lincoln University in uh, his hometown of Oakland, California. Should be interesting. <laughs> Good for the glove. That's going to be a bunch of shit-talking kids, <laughs> I tell you what. Well, they're in Oakland, too. Come on. Like, and is Gary Payton, though? Oh, my gosh. I, mad. I, dude, I go back. I just want to go watch them play just to hear the shit-talking. Oh, absolutely. The um, – and then switching over to the NHL, uh, I mean, we already got the the New York New York Islanders are well on their way to be into the Final Four, uh, and then Tampa Bay already in the Final Four. They were the three in the Central. They took out the two and the one, and then your Islanders are going to take out the one and the three. It looks like, and they're going to mm-hmm. be the Final Four coming out of the East. And then you've out West, man. You got that that basically could be a, a Stanley Cup preview if they weren't in the same damn division. The Knights and Avalanche, man. Avs went up. Uh, Avalanche went up two games to none with a 7-1 win in game three. one, and they've lost the last three. Just lost an overtime. Game six is tonight when people listen to this on June 10th at 9 o'clock. Check that game out. It's going to be it's gonna be a good one. Or as JR used to say, a slobber knocker. Go Vegas. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Vegas winning. And then uh, and then you got the Canadians uh, swept the Jets, man. And they were the 4-2. 
So you've got you're going to have a four, a four, a three, and then a one or a two. That's Canadian. why Canadian down three to one against uh, Toronto. Come back and then come back beat Toronto, then fucking sweep Winnipeg. So they've won seven in a row. Yep, absolutely insane. They're hot, man. And then 12 out of 13, 12 out of 13 people picked the jets of these uh, experts. Yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly it. They, they play some, once you get into that rhythm, it's, it's all over. It's all over. But now the problem is they're going to be coming up against Colorado or Las Vegas (laughs) with rest. So, I mean, they got to go literally right from game seven, two days later to come out and then play Winnipeg. So they didn't even have time to think about it, which is perfect. That's You don't want to. You just want to get out and play again. You're already in a rhythm. Now they have to think about it, sit here and watch Colorado and them. It, it's it's going to hurt for Montreal. So I think whoever wins this series between Colorado and Vegas, I don't think they quite sweep Montreal, but it's I think it's going to be whoever wins that game goes to the Stanley Cup. Montreal ain't going to do it. They're probably going to probably get beaten five would be my guess. Man. So hopefully the Islanders hold on here and uh, beat Boston because Boston or because the Islanders and and uh, Lightning going to be a really good series, really good series. And I'd love to see the Islanders get into the Cup. That'd be good. It'd be good for them. So would I. I'd like. I wouldn't mind an Islanders Vegas. Nights. That would be fun. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just don't like uh, if it's not my team. I don't like seeing a repeat champ. So I'm kind of rooting against. Uh, I'm kind of rooting against Tampa and I'm rooting against Colorado just because all you guys picked. Yeah. Yeah, I know. None of us are going to, none of us are getting a basketball title. I can tell you that. Um, All took the Lakers. That was dumb. (laughs) That was very dumb. Uh, In hindsight, like it wasn't because I mean, LeBron and Anthony Davis should be, LeBron and Anthony Davis. Well, <laughs> but we also we, and we also all picked two before um, Harden went to the Nets. So right. I'm sure right. that we probably would have been half and half at that point, and it would have been Nets, Lakers, Lakers, Nets in some form or another. I mean, can we also say Lakers maybe bubble frauds? Just saying. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if and, they say it about the Heat, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I mean, it's the it's the different team that wasn't in that bubble, so you yep. could easily say that. And then uh, switching over just quickly to baseball, Tampa Bay Rays thirty nine and twenty three, uh, game and a half up on the Red Sox, six and a half on the Yankees, seven on the Blue Jays. If any one of those four teams were out in the National League East, they'd be in the lead. So. But they are not. Uh, the Mets are leading out in the National League East at 29 and 24, uh, just two and a half games ahead of the Braves. And then going back to the American League, the Re- the White Sox are four games ahead of the Indians. And then, uh, of course, the Tigers are no longer the worst team in baseball, but they're still down there. You've got uh, the Oakland A's are first in the West at 37 and 26. Astros are one and a half back at 34 and 26, three less games. Obviously, you do the math. And then in the Central, the uh, National League, you've got the Brewers and Cubs basically tied with, um, based on wins and losses, the Brewers have played two less games, have one less win, one less loss. And then the Cards are three and a half out, and the Reds are still only five out at 28 and 30. They got, 
they have some beautiful hitting. They don't have any goddamn pitching. <laughs> nope. And it seems like they're not all healthy at the same time either. So once one guy comes back, the other guy gets hurt. So like you said, it's it's a good time to be injured and come back and get healthy. There's still eight thousand more baseball games to go. So <sighs> all right. And then out in the West, the, I know you mentioned the Giants, man. That's a that's the team with all the kids, the, the sons of the uh the old the old old ball players, right? No, it's Blue Jays. Yeah, it's Toronto. Oh, this is the one with all the scrappy old guys. The yeah, Giants. this is the one yeah. with eight hundred old people on it. Yeah, so basically, yeah. kind of the kind of got that there. So Blue Jays though got that, like you said, the the sons of all the old people. Yeah, Any of their dads that, are still playing on the Giants, right? Oh man, you got. A lot of this shit's wild. At least no teams have a uh, negative differential in the lead anymore. I know the Brewers are eight games above 500, and they got a zero differential. I was about to say, they're at zero. (laughs) (laughs) And they won five in a row, so they were negative just a game ago. (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. Nine and one in the last ten, actually. Woof. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, All right, so – Switch over to the NFL. Julio, man, traded to the Titans. What do you think? Um, I mean, that's great, but you're still giving the ball to Derrick Henry 25 times a game. Yep. And, yeah, if Julio stays healthy, that offense is going to be fucking, I mean, just absolutely stacked. But he's got to stay healthy, and no matter what happens, that ball should go to Derrick Henry first all the time. That's a that's a run that's a run first uh, run first offense should be at least. Oh yeah, yeah. And it'll take a little bit of pressure off of Tannehill too. So you know if he can make more than one read, Titans are going to be dangerous. Well, and and here's what was wild when I look back at and I know stats are deceiving, but it was still kind of wild to see it. So 26 games ago when Tannehill took over. Comparing him to Mahomes over the last 26 games, Tannehill's QB rating is 111.3. But again, you're handing the ball to Derrick Henry 25 times a game. But you know there are there is some running out in uh, in Kansas City. Not as much though. Uh, passing yards, of course, Mahomes has 900 more uh, total touchdowns. Tannehill actually has eight more picks. Mahomes only has one less, but again, he's probably throwing a lot more than Tannehill. And then uh, completion percentage, though, Tannehill is uh, 2% better. So I was kind of surprised to see that. Yep, just another uh, another show of why Adam Gase is a terrible head coach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So uh what about uh oh i i gotta get back over this i gotta show you that i was laughing my ass off i wasn't half hammered last week i saw this but cody won't be able to see it it said this is how long adam vinatieri was in the oh, league yeah yeah i've seen that <laughs> video, old block video game uh yeah yeah exactly the um and what do you think about what do you think about the NFL's requirement for vaccinations for coaches and, and players and staff? I mean, it's smart. Why would you? That's my thing. Is why 
what I don't get is why would you want to wear a mask all the time? Like, I don't understand that. Like, why would you not want to get vaccinated so you don't have to wear an uncomfortable mask on the sideline or during a game, any of that shit? Like, it's, I think it's great. I think everyone, I mean, I think all professional sports should do it. I mean, they're professional. More importantly, I would say more importantly than people getting vaccinated, you can't mess up the money. Right. Imagine, uh, you know, the AFC championship, Patrick Mahomes can't play because he has COVID and he got COVID from one of the coaches in the quarterback room. Mm-hmm. Imagine how well that'll go over. Right. Um, you're absolutely correct. And then with that, let's jump into some of the other stuff. So Mayweather, Logan, Paul. The, Do we have to? Why are we even talking about that? Yeah, I don't it even. Wasn't, it wasn't even real, <laughs> right? He knocked them out. My, my favorite thing. My favorite thing was people really paid fifty dollars to watch Logan Paul put up Jameis Winston numbers in a boxing match. <laughs> Seven <laughs> of seventy-three, twenty-one of oh. one forty-four, twenty-eight of two seventeen overall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't do anything. It was. He had one little barrage in the first period, or in the first, uh, the first what, two minutes, and that was it. Yep. Literally, that was it. So let's let's stop with this nonsense. And, it was all got, money grab. Anyone that paid fifty bucks for that, you got fucking robbed. Yeah, I did not watch it. Um, and you know, I, I saw highlights on ESPN, and I was like, oh, okay. So you're Mayweather, who's what 40, 40 pounds lighter, still just beating him. And, yeah, I mean, well, that's the difference well, between a boxer. Well, and why? Why can't? Why can't a guy of that knock out a, a nobody, a YouTube star? I'm like, he did because it's, he because did. it's fucking. He held him back up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he, he did. Knocked but him out like, and held him up. His his hand. I mean, the dude's what 75 years old. Like, come on, man. Yeah, he probably told. Uh, he probably told old Paul in his ear. He said, "Man, I got women with stronger jaws than you." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh man! Well, so old, old Jake's gonna find out against Woodley, but again, it's a boxing match, so they got to pick a guy who yeah. isn't the greatest boxer in the world. But Woodley's knocked some dudes out, unlike fucking uh, Ben Askren. So, yeah, we'll right. see how that goes. Um, all right, going over to UFC 263. I don't know if you've looked at much of the card. Um, have you looked at that at all? Here, I can. I'll share my screen up here so you can see it. Um, so I'm pulling it up right now. Here you go. Got it. Um, Craig and Hill for light heavyweight. What do you think in there? Um, I mean, I honestly, I don't know either of these dudes, so I'm going to go with Hill. Yeah. Keep eight, eight the undefeated no. record going. Now, here you go. We got some statistics here. 30 and 33, 6, 3, 6, 2, 205, 205, 7. Yeah. Three inch reach. That's big. Deal. And he's undefeated. Well, I'll go with Hill too. You yeah. got uh, Demi Maya and Tal Muhammad, or uh, yeah, Muhammad. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bilal Muhammad. Um, I think he just lost his last fight. I think. Man, in it's a only close, five nine in a close match, but Maya can submit some dudes. I just think. I just think Shit, Maya's forty three. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know Demi Maya was out here still in the fight game. Yeah, dude, just because he doesn't get punched, he just goes to the ground and makes people tap. You don't do anything. <laughs> Motherfucker never gets hit. 
He will, though, this time. He will, though, this time. Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz. That's going to be a good one, man. I think I think Leon is going to – I think Leon is going to outpoint him, but, man, I'm excited to see Diaz back in the fight game. I think that's going to be a good one. Yeah, what you think over there, light hanging Cody Bryant? <laughs> Give me a second. I'll uh, – here, I'll turn the video on. It turned out better than I thought. So now I get to uh, read a couple of chapters of uh, Dating Sucks, but you know, and then uh, you get in the bed with the missus tonight. <laughs> and then you're going to call You're gonna call over the girlfriend after, right? No, uh, not tonight. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop the share so we can see bigger you. All right, let me see. Let me try to we'll flip still light thing. out. <laughs> fucking light oh, out, Eric. It's fucking daytime, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. All right, here. Let me see. There we oh, go. Oh, there you go. Oh, classy. Yeah, there go. yeah, yeah. Nice. So, Set the mood up. Yeah, yeah, see over there is the chair that he reads. You can see David right? sucks, but you don't sitting on the table. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm gonna do that, and then you know, we got a gas fire pit, so I'll pull that back out. And everything, man, you know, never know. Might might make another Cody Jr. You never know. <laughs> and then you, then you're wearing the <laughs> then you're wearing the shirt that is the most efficient organization I've ever seen of a store. <laughs> we got two employees in the store making thousands of dollars a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old um, Aldi. Um but uh yeah, what you think about Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz? Ooh. Dude, I can't believe both of them are still even fighting. Uh, dude, I, I'm going to go with Diaz, man, just because I just don't see Leon Edwards, like, lasting. Because, I mean, it's not like, you know, everybody knows neither one of the Diaz brothers go down. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Diaz. All right. And, um... The flyweight man got the championship. Brandon Moreno, you know, he's a challenger coming in. Uh, he's he's been doing pretty well lately. He's I don't know how, how he's done it. Like last year, so what? In twenty twenty, he won both his fights. Um, one by KO knockout, and the other by decision. And then year before, in nineteen, he won by decision again against Kai Kara France. Um, and that was right before COVID. And then uh, he had a draw in the one before that with Askar Askarov. And then before that, they, he had lost. So, um, I don't know, man. I think he's going to get beat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just he just drew with uh, Figueredo the last time they fought. The only reason why it was a draw is because Figueredo went nuts and lost a point, um, or he would have won the fight. So I, I assume that will happen. I'm not a draw. I assume figure Figueredo is going to do it again um, in my mind. But yeah, it'll probably be a probably be another uh, decision there. But that's where I'm going to go on that one. Figueredo, yeah, I'm with you there. And then uh, what do you think, Cody? Uh, let me see. You got? Can you pull the screen back up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I got you. My bad. No, no, you're good. You're good. So, Figueredo right here. Um, 
21 and one. Moreno's 18, five and two. Oh, no, no. I'm going to Figueredo. Yeah. I swear I think I've seen him fight and he like destroyed. That yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. If that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, he's he's no joke. And uh, it's a little little fella. And then, of course, in the uh, the main, uh, Figueredo and Moreno's the, the co-main, but uh, Adesanya and is he fighting Vittori? Vittori, yeah. 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 Yep, they fought back in 18, and uh, Izzy beat them by a split decision. Um, and then Vittori's come back and won five straight. So, um, it, you know, should be should be a good fight. Um, but I think Izzy's gonna, I think Izzy's gonna beat him up, man. I think he's gonna end up knocking him out probably in the third round. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Izzy, man. He, you know, for as much uh, you know wrestling and everything that he can do, he can still knock you out. I mean, yeah. so, um, but I, I don't know. But I think he, I mean, he could knock him out, but I think he might submit him, honestly. Uh, I mean, he submitted, was Costa last time, his last he fight? Knocked, he knocked out knocked him out. Yeah, he knocked, he knocked him out. out. Well, he lost yeah. his last fight, but that's because he went up well, a weight class. Yeah, I don't, I don't count that one. I don't count. Well, it's, it's there's a one next to his name, <laughs> 20 yeah, 1. There's yeah. a money grab. Right. I would say, man, let him get his money. But uh, I'm, I'm still going to go with Izzy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. When when does Jan fight again? Do we know? It's probably going to be 65, 64, something like that. Uh, it's got to be coming up soon. Nah, I would say it's going to be for a little bit. I would say if Izzy's fighting now, I got to – I gotta think, Jan's fighting at least, you know what, August or Labor Day. Yeah, let's see. So the next card is sixty-four, and that's Poirier McGregor, mm-hmm. and Greg Hardy's the co-main. Yeah. Oh Lord. Yep. That would be. And then uh, you got what two sixty-five is going to be Nunez and Pena, and Uriah Hall and Sean Strickland, and that so that's going to be August seventh. And then 66 right now, that's where Jan's going to be, in Glover. Jan and Glover, September okay. 4th. You were right, man. Uh, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day. He's fighting fucking Teixeira. Yeah. What a waste. <laughs> Glover Teixeira is about four years past his due. Yeah. Yeah. You about to let me. Yeah, 41 years old. Yeah. Go ahead and get your check, Glover. Yep. That's all that it is. Get, oh, your, get your check. Get your check. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And then uh, I saw something, uh, another thing. I wanted to see if you guys just just a quick agree or no that these – it was uh, – I think ESPN had put it up. Four most influential players of the last 30 years in the NBA. Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Curry. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. I thought so yeah. too. Something we all agree on for once. That's good. All right, so we're going to go into trivia real quick. Um, uh, I'm going to ask Jeremy if he's ready, but we got to cover trivia for last week because Bear gets a shot at these questions. So there's no points on the board right now. Um, And I'll read the questions because they're all ranges. And so if you get closer, you're going to get the points. (laughs) Sounds like we got crying kids. Were you beating your kids over there? No, no comment. No comment. I said not yet. 
<laughs> All right. So, Bear, do you have the updated standings before last week? The updated standings before last week, we had uh, Gray at 136, Cody at 95, myself at 161, Peapot at 8, Wes Anderson at 2. All right. So, here we go. This is uh, for two points. True or false? Has a player ever played both an NFL game and an MLB game on the same day? True. Cody and I also said true, and we were wrong. And then Jeremy said he felt guilty because we both thought of Dion, and he yeah. said he felt guilty because Dion played for the Falcons in 92 and then flew to play with the Braves in the same day but was never put into the game by Bobby Cox. So he was the only player to ever suit up for both in the same day, mm. but he never played. Mm, okay. It's like, that was a good one. So we got no points there. Yeah, I agree. Cause I definitely thought he played that game. So did I. And so Cody, um, here's one that, that is a range. So I'm sorry. I messed those up. That, that one was a true or false. So this is a range. These are the wrestling ones. Now for wrestling, there's two questions. WWE magazine has gone through many incarnations throughout the years. It originally debuted as WWF victory magazine before changing the name to world wrestling federation magazine. After only three issues, what year did WWF victory magazine debut closest gets two points. Um, shit. I'll go with, uh, 90. Thank you. Uh, it was 84. I said 87 and, uh, Cody Bryant said 79. So that would be two points for me. And then the next one closest again, what year did WWE magazine finally seize production as many magazines sadly have closest to the year gets two points. Cody said 96. I said 2004. It was 2014. So wow. Two more for really? me. I know. I was, we were shocked. 2014. Holy shit. So two more for me. I would never uh, miss that late. And I, I gave, he probably didn't believe me. I said, we'll be ready between 930 and 945 for trivia. He ain't here yet. He probably was like, bullshit. They'll be ready at 10. Slacker. Uh, so, um, yeah, the, just, uh, just to kind of, we'll, we'll go back on, on a few things. If, uh, we'll see, we'll give him time to get here. I did want to cover two weeks worth of, of things that I missed cause I'm a jackass and, uh, of characters are on this day. So actually last week on June 3rd. In 1989, so that would have been 32 years before, Vin Scully had broadcast 23 innings in two different cities in one day. So pretty interesting. And then June at 10th, so today when people are listening to this, in 1978, Affirmed wrapped up a Triple Crown. In Probably did horse steroids. Yeah, probably had that ass cream. So anyone, anyone check that horse? Nah, probably not back then. Was Bob Baffert running that horse then? Yeah, right. No shit, right? So, Vin Scully, dead or alive? Oh, alive. Barely. Yeah. He just retired like last year. I know. 93, still alive. I bet the horse is dead. Yeah, Froome's got to be dead. I was say, last longer than that damn horse. 
And they had to so, back and shoot it, probably. <laughs> so Vince Scully, man, he was with uh, CBS from 75 to 82. He was with, well, he was with Los Angeles, like Brooklyn, 1950 to 57. And then, of course, they go to L.A. So 58 to 2016. And then he was, he was with CBS a little bit, departed CBS, went to NBC for a little bit. Uh, and then he was after MVC in retirement. He retired in 2016. Um, after that season, I can't believe it's been five years. Doesn't seem like it. Mm-mm. No. Where would you rank him on broadcasters in baseball? All time. Top ten, top five. Top five. No, top, top three. Sure. Top three. Oh yeah. Who would you put ahead of him? I don't know, though. That's the only thing. I'd say maybe Jack Buck. Ugh. No, not Joe. Daddy. Jack. Right, we Daddy. know. We know. <laughs> Still. Daddy was okay, but Daddy was top ten, not top five. Marty Marty Brenneman's better than what, Jack what, Buck. What about Bob Uecker? Uke's definitely up there. I don't – I wouldn't say number one, but, I mean, are we talking – we are we talking TV here or radio everything? I mean, what are we? Just baseball, all announcers. Oh no, just baseball. I'm going just baseball. Okay, yeah, just baseball. Brett, yeah. TV or or radio, whatever. Okay, whatever. yeah. No, I'm um, just going strictly baseball. Strictly baseball. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I would say Bob Baker would have to be half there. I mean. Um, you know, Harry Carey before he went senile. Harry Carey here. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, Marty Brenneman, uh, Tom Hamilton, I like him, but that's because I'm a homer. Um, but I think he has one of the best home run calls in the game ever. Um, and then maybe Jack Buck, like five. Oh, come on, man. What about John Sterling? No, no, no one who ever had anything to do with the Yankees or Yankees win. <laughs> Yankees win. That was cool. You know, back. I was say now, if we were doing a top five worst, I could give you top five. Like, and right fuck now. you. <laughs> worst one. Joe Buck. I would say Joe Buck, John Smoltz, uh, <laughs> Tim McCarver. Tim McCarver. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? You don't like Tim McCarver? Tim McCarver is garbage. Tim McCarver is terrible. <laughs> Did you like Joe Morgan uh, though? I like Joe Morgan. Was he is that John Miller who he was with who did Sunday Night Baseball? Yeah, yeah that was Sunday Night Baseball. I like them. They they were they probably were the best booth. Yeah. The best yeah. together for sure. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. to 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 Joe Morgan. Yeah, I don't think John Miller is with us anymore either, is he? Uh I think he did I thought I he was. Him? Uh, you just was. killed him. He is uh, Bear's right. favorite age. Okay. 69. 69, oh. doing fine. So back to uh, Vince Scully. I mean, he's probably been doing – he was probably doing it the longest, wasn't he? Because oh, yeah. yeah, who, no, who am I thinking of that was with the, the Tiggers? Ugh. Um, oh, I know yeah, who you're talking right. about. Can't think of him now. Dub would know. Oh, he would tell, tell us right away. He was pretty good, though, too. Ernie Harwell. Ernie Harwell, yes. 
Old urn. Big urn. Oh, man. All right, so Vince Scully. Um, so he broadcast MLB, NFL, and PGA Tour. Vince Scully did the PGA Tour, huh? I want to know when he did the PGA Tour. Probably when he was at CBS, right? I would, yeah, I would think so. Uh, Bill Rizzuto. Dick Enberg did baseball. I'm sure, he'd be up there. Huh. Oh, Let's Bob see. Costas. You got to put him top five worst, too. Oh, I thought you were going to say top five. I was like, are you kidding? Bob Costas is the worst no, in general. No. Hey, one, yeah. of, one of his most famous calls, you don't even think of it as being Vin Scully. Montana looking, looking, throwing in the end zone. Clark caught it. Dwight Clark. It's a madhouse of candlestick. That was Scully. Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. I did not know that. He Let's did see. the... Yeah, that's what I'm trying to look for him and PGA. And then he did Kirk Gibson's home run, of course. High fly ball in the right field. She is gone. And then he said nothing for over a minute, allowing the pictures to tell the story. Finally, he said, in a year that's been so improbable, the impossible has happened. And my favorite one, little roller up along first behind the bag. It gets through Buckner. Here comes Knight, and the Mets win it. Uh, <laughs> poor guy. Uh, Billy Buckner. Yeah, but poor the Red guy. Sox won, so it's okay. Yeah, they finally won. Unfortunately, it was the year the Yankees fell apart and blew a 3-0 series lead. Did you guys mention last week, Dicks? <laughs> they shouldn't suck like that. Yeah, right. that's bad. Um, oh, Tom Darling too. He's horrible. <laughs> oh, oh man, Vin, Mets, so Vin Vin Scully, his second wife just died earlier this year of Lou Gehrig's disease. Fuck. Man. He was probably calling for Lou Gehrig back in the day. It's been there that long. Probably right. Jesus. Ah, uh, well, Vin Scully, the man. We won't go too much into a firm, but I didn't know he made some of those calls. Never really realized that. That's interesting. Hey, I just, I always thought he was just with the Dodgers. Right. Uh, right. So we're going to share. Jeremy's ready for trivia. He said he's sorry he had to win in some 2K. Yeah, well, that's the only way the Jazz are going to win anything anyway. I was going to say, he's the only <laughs> one playing with the Jazz, too. Yeah, they're a bunch of assholes. Him. Only person in America playing with the Jazz. <laughs> He's probably playing with Curry. Let's be honest here. He <laughs> traded Curry like, to the I Jazz. He'd like to play with Curry. All oh. right, for two points, who won the NBA Finals MVP when the Pistons won back in 04? I'm only doing this for one reason. Cody, are you able to type or do you just have to say it after we type? No, I just have to say it. I can't see anything anyway. So. All right. You ready, Bear? Yep. Three, two, one, go. Yeah. Cody, who you got? Uh, I'm going to say Chauncey Billups. Yeah, that's, that's what all, we said. Hopefully, hopefully the uh, future coach of the Boston Celtics. You're going to need him. 
Yeah, they fucking need him. Now that uh, the coaches are fucking president of basketball operations. Yeah, how do you fail up like that? <laughs> we were I know. Just talking about I it. wish I could do that. Shit, man, you've done such a bad job. You can't win. Here's the presidency. No. All right. Nice. Come on, man. Come on, man. Restaurant, them 04 finals ruined one of my relationships, man. (laughs) (laughs) It did, man. I was watching that, that, man, that that 04 season, that postseason was just so great. Yeah, that was, was the Derek Fisher shot, and I'll never forget that because I was at my girlfriend's house watching it, and then they got to the finals, and I was with my side chick watching game one of the finals, and I called her a jinx and kicked her out. <laughs> you <laughs> kicked her out because she was a jinx? <laughs> <laughs> Cody Bryant, the, the stories of Cody Bryant. The... Uh, and then uh, Jeremy just said, Jazz with a big win last night, despite Conley, so this would have been two nights ago, not playing, and congrats to Rudy for yet another defensive title. Well-deserved. No player in the league changes the game as much as he does oh, on the, def- on the oh defensive end. Oh, my God. Ben Simmons dropped 40 on him, but yes, a defensive player of the year. Do the Bucks still have a chance? I think they do as long as Harden continues to miss games, but we'll see. Have a good one. <laughs> he just, he just missed two games. He just missed two games and they got whipped. What's he watching? I was say, was he not watching the last two games? Hell no, he's watching the Jazz. You need fucking you need, Durant, you need Durant and most likely Kyrie both to be hurt to have a chance. Right. Hey, did he not see the, the, the Nets up by 50 at one point? I don't know. He might have. I, he needs to get off 2K and turn on the TV and watch what's going on. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just um, told him you'll love the response to this. He said, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's probably God. the only person that still plays NBA Jam TE just so he can play with Stockton and Malone. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he says he knows Cody is a Rudy play a hater. <laughs> <laughs> he knows you hate Rudy Gobert. Dude, the same dude that Ben Simmons dropped 40 on. The same Ben Simmons that scored, what, three points in the last it – was it game one against the Hawks? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, man. it is what it is. Off on another microphone. That's right. He started <laughs> he good, He played good defense there too. Right. Play better defense defense on the mic. Defending the league from missing a month. (laughs) He can't defend COVID. (laughs) He's going to defend the damn basket. (laughs) Well, he was the best offensive player of the year for COVID. Um, (laughs) All right. Thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments of Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Sparty Steve, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Man, Gobert couldn't even cover this hotel room. Detroit basketball. Got another girl kicked out of my dorm room for that.